This podcast is brought to you by Bodog.net. Don't miss a chance to play at Bodog.net. When the odds are stacked against you, post-game tastes that much sweeter. Bodog.net, your source of free casino games, poker strategies, and live sports odds. Ottawa, let's spend some time in the box on TSN 1200, recapping yesterday and giving you a head start on today. Barbershop to March or so. Here's Eichel looking down the Barbershop and he scores! Beautiful passing play, and Ivan Barbershop is first for the Golden Knights to make it 2 0. Now they get one. Here's Gore down the near side. Scores! And the Seattle Kraken. Come back from a 2-1 deficit to take down the Avalanche here in Colorado. In the box. And so here's Hamilton. Up ahead for Heischer. Two on one if he hustles with Hala. Heischer across the line. Snap and score! Overtime game winner for the captain, Nico Heischer. And the Devils win 5-4. to four. Center of the ice. Back to Tara Vinen. He'll go cross ice. Coach Kiniemi. Up top, Gostas Bear for the lane. He shot rebound, Teravainen, hat trick, here come the hats, Tavo Teravainen, third of the game, 5-0 Carolina on the power play. TSN 1200. Now Will Javois, an opportunity to win it for the Ottawa 67s, the Ottawa native, picks it up at center, works it over to the right, through the middle of the ice, Javois lost it, gained control of the back, and he scores! Will Jawah wins it in the shootout. In the box. Gambrell inside the line. Sends it in front. Just tapped wide by Gauthier. Back to the point. Branson swings it across. Chikrin with a shot. Scores! There's the first as a senator for Jake Chikrin. Now with Kenny Walls. Here's Steve Lloyd. Ah, uh, good morning. 10-12. Senators game day. Yeah, a bit of a late one tonight. Kind of odd, right? But we'll, we'll get through it. We'll get you there in Chicago to take on the Blackhawks. So uh, things are delayed by an hour. But local time, it's like delayed by an hour. It, it's a weird one. But we'll get you there. We'll take you through it. Sens looking to extend this winning streak. And now in the thick of this playoff race. Boy, it's good to say that in March, isn't it, Sens fans? Eh? It's a lot of fun to talk about this team and the possibilities of, well, in a positive nature, in a winning nature. A playoff push nature. Gord Wilson's going to join us a little bit later on. Actually, Gord's going to join us at the start of the Sen Skate. That's a visiting team. Um, they'll be on the ice at 11.30 local time, so 12.30 for us is when Gord will join us. This also being Monday, Dave Cameron, head coach of the Ottawa 67s, heard the highlights there, now riding a three-game winning streak, will be joining us coming up for his Monday visit at around 11 this morning. We've got 67s tickets up for grabs, a four-pack at some point during the show. For the Pete's game coming up on the 24th, we've got a four-pack of Senators tickets for the Flyers game coming up on March 30th, up for grabs here as well. And we got two code words for you. This week, it's a Thomas Shabbat sends Adidas Pro Jersey up for grabs for our daily winners as our contest continues. It's a website contest. I'm sure you know that by now, but it's a new week. Maybe you've forgotten, so you're not texting Kenny. You're not calling Kenny. Kenny's busy today. Kenny's producing and co-hosting. He he doesn't need you to misunderstand a contest. So, website contest, tsn1200.ca. You click on the banner when you hear the code word twice on this show, twice on the daily shows. That's it. It's that easy. Plug in the code word correctly. 
You're into the draw. Be listening tomorrow morning on TSN Mornings and see if you win a Thomas Shabbat sends Adidas Pro Jersey. That's the daily prize this week. You know, Reach's best way to do so is 12-1200. Your standard text message rates apply. It is Kenny Walls in today. Kenneth, what's going on? Hi, Mr. Lloyd. How are you? Fantastic, Kenny. Oh, yeah. Good to hear. Good to hear. Did you have a good weekend? I, uh, well, it was an up and down weekend. It was oh. disappointing, but then uh, fulfilling. Disappointing followed by fulfilling. Disappointing because we had a plan. We were going to go skiing at Mose Marie on uh, Saturday. And I've uh, got some friends that have a cottage on Danford Lake nearby, right? So they went up on the Friday with their uh, their two boys, and uh, we were going to go up and Saturday morning, and we're all going to meet at uh, Mose Marie and ski, and then stay Saturday night. Well, if you know the weather, it's like, uh, you know, it didn't look very good. So, unfortunately, the irony there was too much snow, and the drive was too crazy, so we didn't do it. So that was disappointing. Hopefully we can make that happen in the next couple of weeks still. We still plan on it. So that was disappointing, Kenny. Uh, and then uplifting, yeah, f- fulfilling, yeah, okay. Fulfilling uh, yesterday, uh, I bled a lot, lots of blood, uh, because I took on a project that I've been waiting to take on. And uh, I actually, uh, I... What do they call it? Like it's you'd think it's like a gasket, but it's I think it's called the boot seal. I replaced the boot seal in our front load washer, which was all wrecked and warped. And every time you open up the door, water leak out all over the floor. Right. So uh, I took to the mighty YouTube and I uh, I accomplished that, Kenny. Good for you. It took me a while, but I I fixed my own front load washer. uh, But but everything is made of. sharp metal as you're taking the whole thing apart to get at what you need to do it's kind of like assembling a like a tin shed if everybody's ever done that yeah. yeah like i didn't even realize how much i was bleeding until i started seeing red on different things i'm like where's all that red coming from <laughs> oh it's me i'm i'm bleeding and everything i'm touching now is turning but it, it got done kenny it's good my uh it's a crime scene all over the the inside i think i wiped it down as best i could as i put it back together but that was the fulfilling part of my weekend i actually i did something kenny i did something i didn't have to hire somebody to come do it i i took a run at it and i did it myself now i haven't used it yet so (laughs) big test we haven't used it but it's looking good it looks good you look like you put it back together properly eh yeah, and I also repaired the floor underneath it. Need a little bit of work. Got that done. Next step, I got to do a little bit of tiling. I'm going to do that. Yeah, taking on some projects, Kenny. Fulfilling. We'll, but we'll see if the uh, washing machine actually works next time we use it. I'll, I'll save my congratulations until okay. then. You will. Okay, yeah, I, I, I'm proud of you for trying. Yeah. That's a good effort. Now we just yep. need to see if it actually works. But, that's but right. good for you. That, that's, uh, that can be quite the task. Lots of blood. Lots of blood. That's good to hear. And it's a washing machine, so at least it can get, the, the, yep. not on the inside, but everything else can get done. Yeah, it, it looks like it looks like I got in a fight, um, you know, it, in hockey where everybody's wearing a cage, and you just start banging. Like, that's that's what my hand looks like. Jeez. Just just started, everybody's wearing a cage, and you, you mangle your hand kind of a thing. And it's, uh, yeah, it's lovely. It's beautiful, though. Yeah. But it's done. It's done, good. and hopefully it works. Well, Speaking of the weather, and it, it's unfortunate that your ski trip got canceled because of too much snow, uh, we were in Kingston on Friday night, and they got hit much harder than Ottawa did. And it was awful, and and white-knuckle driving on the bus, I would imagine. 
oh, looking out the front window, you couldn't see anything. And it was one of those snows that, that mounted up on the windshield wipers and just continued to build and build and build. Had to pull over the bus a couple times, and the bus driver, Dan, did a phenomenal job, but had to get out and, and hang him off a couple times. Snap him onto the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. it was, it was white-knuckle driving and didn't get back until, well, I got home about two. But by the time we got back to Ottawa, the we started to get some snow here. But by after going through Kingston and what happened through there, it was nothing. Nice, simple drive home and then back into the rink the next day. Uh, so that was that was the tough part about that drive. But yeah, I can understand why you would cancel a ski trip with with the forecast that was coming in on the Friday and then seeing some of the snow come down late Friday night, early Saturday morning. Actually, I, I got up really early and I'm. Went down, I'm looking, that doesn't look good. I'll give it a little bit longer. That still doesn't look good. Get out the Google Maps. I'm checking weather along the route. Yeah, that's worse. Yeah, that's not good. How long was this going to take us if we even attempt it? So um, I, I made the call. There was some disappointment, Kenny. But, I can uh, imagine. Yeah, made the call. Don't worry. We'll uh, we'll get to it at some other point here. There we go. That's good. It's, so that was my Saturday disappointing and then fulfilling and you were busy with the 67s game as uh last game was on a saturday and dave cameron's going to join us a little bit later in the show and talk about this this three game winning streak yeah not only three polls are now on not only three games lloydie but 16 straight games with a point against ohl opponents there's a lot of parameters put in there Uh uh-huh but 16 16 straight games picking up at least one point 13 0 and 3 in their last 16 against ohl opponents I like how you just excluded the uh, the Olympic. Out of well, the yeah, it's a different yeah. league. You can you can okay. kind of put that off to the side a little bit. Out of the teams that you're competing against through potentially four rounds of the OHL playoffs, mm-hmm. they're doing quite well. All right. Well, Dave will talk all about it coming up here at the uh, top of the hour. Gord Wilson, as mentioned, is going to join us at around twelve thirty uh, our time. We're going to hear from you, and we got lots of giving to get. We got code words. We got sixty sevens tickets. We got senators tickets. And uh, on this Monday, the uh, start of a new week, and it's a Sens game day in Chicago to take on the Blackhawks tonight. And then the road trip. This, this, this is a tough trip. This is a lot of travel, a lot of time zone travel. It starts tonight in Chicago, and the Sens are rolling right now. Can they keep it rolling? They are sitting in a a much better spot than even the most optimistic Sens fans, I think, uh, could have imagined uh, could have imagined about a month or two ago. So here's where it sits. The Sens are tied in points with Buffalo and Florida and Washington, all with 68 points. Uh, Buffalo is the, the ninth seed because they played the fewest games. They played 61 games. Senators, sitting there at 62 games played, are right behind Buffalo. With 63 games played, it's Florida, and then 64 games played, Washington. So everybody's got 68 points, but there's various games ahead along the way. The two teams that are sitting in the wild card positions are the Pittsburgh Penguins and the New York Islanders. The Penguins hold the second wild card spot, even in games played with Ottawa. And just three points up. And the Penguins are idle tonight. So there's a chance to get a little bit closer this evening. The Islanders are also idle tonight. And they're only one point up on the Penguins holding the first wildcard spot. But they've played more games than every other team I've mentioned so far in this ramble. 65 games played. So that's three in hand the Sens have on the Islanders as they sit there with 72 points. 
So there's where things stand to start the week. And it's a lengthy, lots of travel road trip, and it gets underway in Chicago. Want to hear from Sens fans how you feeling about this? How about the debut of Jacob Chikrin? What a rocket of a goal. Uh, the emotion in the building with his family, his grandfather, all of it. The chance at the end of the game, we want playoffs from uh, the Sens faithful. All good stuff. So I want to hear from you, Sens fans. Send in your thoughts at 12-1200. How you feeling about this road trip right now? Begins tonight in Chicago as they take on the Blackhawks. We'll take our first break. Reset here. Get back. Get into some of those texts coming in at 12-1200. Gord will join us later on. Dave Cameron. We got those tickets. We got 67's tickets. We got code words. We got it all going on. We're back in a moment on In the Box on TSN 1200. This podcast is brought to you by Bodog.net. Don't miss a chance to play at Bodog.net. When the odds are stacked against you, post-game tastes that much sweeter. Bodog.net, your source of free casino games, poker strategies, and live sports odds. All right, welcome back to it. 10:26. There's the uh, the chant that Kenny played here. Kenny, how cool is that for Sens fans to be able to do that, to create that kind of atmosphere after uh, it, it's been a slog the last few years as uh, the rebuild has gone on and on, waiting for this team to turn it around and to have that kind of an atmosphere back in the building. You have that, and those are the best kinds of chants, right? It's kind of like the Pajot, Pajot, Pajot. Right, people mm-hmm. when they zoob tucks touches the puck, they zoob the organic stuff. It's not like it's on the scoreboard. Get loud and let's put the meter up. No, it's just it just happens at a certain section and then it just moves around the building and pretty much everybody's doing it. That's that's the best stuff right there. It's unreal. It, it's absolutely phenomenal. And you're right, the organic uh, development of it, the zoob, everything that that occurs there is just it's wonderful and. The goal for this organization coming into the season was to play meaningful games. And I know some at this station, Graham Creech, uh, is tired of hearing about meaningful games, but they're playing them. They're playing impactful games in March. And with 20 games remaining on the schedule, they've put themselves in an opportunity to at least push for the playoffs. And a few months ago, I don't think that anybody would have realistically thought that was an option. So the fact that they've done that, they've re-energized the fan base, and it's not just a select few. It's It seems to be the majority that are re-energized and ready for this push. It's phenomenal, and the players deserve full credit. Coach deserves full credit to put this team where they're at right now and heading on a, an incredibly important road trip, Lloydy, where, where you talked about it just before the break, five games with travel, with time zone change. It's important for them to come away with this with points, and I'm sure we'll get to the web poll question shortly, but it's just, it's so much fun to be a part of, and and for so long, Lloydie, it's been not not even close to this. It's been uh, six years of, all right, it's done, let's do Tankathon after the trade deadline, and and how, how far up can you get in the in the in the tankathon meter and and now it's the other way and you're making that push and whether it happens or not the fact that they put themselves in a position to compete is is everything right now for this franchise and to have these players in this position all right so the web poll question that kenny alluded to brought to you by the tool and equipment store reads like this how many points do the sens need 
to get on this five-game road trip. Not what you think they'll get. How many do they need to get? And I guess need means, right, to stay in it. They're right in the thick of this race. What do they need to stay in the, the race through which, which is going to be a tough trip. I, I don't care who you play on a trip of this nature, where teams are in the standings, of course, when you play better. You know what I mean? But it's the travel. Um, these these are always tough trips for any team to go through. So what, what do they need here? Do they need nine or more points on this five-game road trip? Eight? Seven? Six? What do they need at this point? Cast your vote on the website at tsn1200.ca. Leading the way is 8 at 45.6. 7 is second at 31.6. Um, 9 or more is 17.9%, and 6 is only at 4.9%. I uh, I voted 7. No. I voted 7, and the reason why is the wins, winning streak that they're on now. Like, before they started this winning streak... I was of the mind, it's like, you know what? I think the the term meaningful games is being thrown out just a little prematurely. They they needed to get on this run to, to play these meaningful games. And now, after it's basically for me, Kenny, after the back-to-back wins against the Wings, I'm like, okay, this is legitimate meaningful games now. You, you put yourself on a spot to be truly in the mix. So they're doing it. This, this is 100%. Nobody can sit here and say that they don't have a chance. I think the odds improved, according to FanDuel. They got a 1-4 chance now making the playoffs. That's a much better than it was three weeks ago. So it's trending in the right direction. So there's 10 points up for grabs on this road trip. If they if they grab seven, I think that, yeah, easily, I that, that will keep them in the mix. For sure. Yeah. And I, I could say even if they got six of the ten, I don't think that buries them Be- because this winning streak has done wonders. To, it's, it's not like it's giving them a cushion, but there's there'll, there'll be 15 games left in the schedule after this trip here. So, you know, I, I think if they get seven, they'll still be in decent shape. That's That's where my vote went as well. And I just did it strictly for math. Because if they get seven out of ten points the rest of the way, they'll end up with 96 points. And that would be a fairly confident-looking yep. playoff position. So I went with math. And if you get seven the rest of the way, and, and it's it's difficult to get seven out of ten points every time, but that's what they need to do. Realistically to not guarantee, but pretty much assure themselves of a playoff spot, you would think that it would be between 92 and 96 points for that last wildcard position in all likelihood. You get up to 96, and you're looking very good for a playoff position. So I went with seven just for math and then the word need for me. Uh, You need to pick up seven out of ten points the rest of the way on every five-game stretch, essentially to to put yourself into a a more secure playoff spot. So uh, I went with seven on our web poll, but I, I do think you're right. You could get away with six, but you're going to have to likely make that up somewhere else over the rest of the season because six out of ten the rest of the way... It uh, doesn't look quite as good. That gets you up to the 92 uh, right around there point mark, and that would be on the uh, very low edge of potentially making the playoffs. And and let's call it what it is. You got to win tonight. 
yes. start this road trip against a team that you left a point in the table with at home not too long ago. Um, <laughs> I guess we'll, I was going to do this a bit later, but so this is the um, the Chicago Blackhawks. They're they're not even in a rebuild yet. They're they're still in tear down, you know, demolition team mode. You haven't even started to, to price out contractors to, for the rebuild. You just got the sledgehammer, and you're going in, and you're knocking walls down still. Uh, they've made a couple of purchases that are going to be delivered later. Yes, that's right. Okay, that's fair. But in terms of, um, let, let's put it this way. If this was a renovation, you're renting elsewhere to live in the yeah. meantime. Yes. <laughs> right? Yes. Like, you're, you're not living in this house right now. No, they've so, gone out and they've picked up a couple high price items in first round picks and and made a couple draft picks, including the uh, yep. defenseman they drafted with the Sens draft pick for the for the Debrinket deal. But you 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 went out and went out and picked up your your high priced tub that you want or a hot tub that's going to be delivered well after the house is built. It's on back order. Yeah. <laughs> so this is um, from the most recent uh, Blackhawks game. Boy, this this third pairing, I'll save that for last year. Is that'll bring back memories for Sens fans. So, Reichel, Kurashev. Now, Kenny. He was pronounced one way in junior when you covered him, and then it was pronounced another way in the NHL. How how does Kenny Walls pronounce Anathasiu? Athanasiu. Athanasiu. Okay, thank you. Or Athanasiu. I don't know. It, it it goes back and forth, right? Yeah. So, okay. Second line: Tyler Johnson, Gutman, Radish. I'm a okay. big fan of Taylor Radish, but okay. at this point in his career, I don't know whether that's a position that he'll thrive in. Now, I think Ant Whistle's hurt now, but it was Ant Whistle, Dickinson, Bjork, Kachuk. Kara Anderson. There's your forward lines. T- Taves is out for the year, it looks like. Tenority's hurt. I think Ant Whistle's hurt now. Also got Reed Johnson. He's on IR. Back end. Well, this is the nice. The Jones brothers get to play together. So it's Caleb Jones with Seth Jones. Um, Connor Murphy. It's a quality veteran. Right shot D. Still there. Now, Tenority was with him, but I think Tenority's hurt now. So. <laughs> we'll, we'll learn more throughout the day. Oh, my goodness. And here is the third pairing, Sens fans. Andreas Englund and Nikita Zaitsev paired together. Former second-round pick of the Sens, and, of course, very recently, uh, Sens defenseman in Nikita Zaitsev, former 67s goaltender, Peter Morazic and Alex Stalock. Ladies and Ooh. gentlemen, your March 2023 Chicago Blackhawks. Anybody can beat anybody in this league. Blackhawks proved that a couple weeks ago against Ottawa. Ottawa's one of the hotter teams in the league. Got to show up. You got to win. But you got listen. You think you can make the playoffs? You got to. You got to pick up two points tonight. The rest of the trip, it'd be nice to just put those two points in your back pocket. Then you only got four left on what's going to be the tougher part of this trip, and you've banked that, Kenny. You got to have it tonight. Must win. Absolutely. They, you can't have a repeat of what we saw when Chicago was in here and 
uh, blowing that lead. They need the two points, and, and you have to beat these teams. You have to beat Chicago, and Vancouver, for me, is the other one on this trip that you need to win, and you can't let those points slip away. The others will be a little bit tougher. I know the Flames have been bad this season, but they still have a lot of very talented players, and I think on any given night can put it together. We saw them put it together against Boston despite not winning that game against the Bruins last week. They were by far the better team against the best team in the in the NHL. So they can put it together, as any team can. As you say, any team can win on any given night. But Chicago, Vancouver, and the Flames are the games where you need to pick up those points on this trip. Seattle and Edmonton, those are the tougher tests. I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing what the Kraken uh, can do on Thursday night. But this is uh, it's going to be a, a tough, tough road trip. And getting it off on the right note and continuing to build that momentum that they've built over this last five games tonight would be massive. And and going in confident against uh, uh, the rest of the way would be massive. But Lloydie, having watched Columbus over the weekend, seeing Chicago, knowing how bad Anaheim is, San Jose's in the, the same department, there are a lot of teams at the bottom of the standings that are just bad. And yet... Every one of them, except for San Jose, when you go up basically to Montreal, are 500 over their last 10 games. You take out San Jose out of that, and every team is within one game of the 500-point mark over the last 10. So it proves that any given night, you can go out there and pick up a win, even as one of the lower-ranked teams in the NHL. So the, the, the Sens cannot take this game for granted, and they need to go out there and and play the way that they did on Saturday night and have over their last five games. All right, mixing some of your uh, thoughts already trickling in here at 12-1200. Josh, the Maytag man has a bobo. I think the Order of Canada might be merited. Thank you, Josh. I think so, too. Order of Canada coming my way. Uh, (laughs) Morning, lads. We've been in the NHL basement for six years, so it's definitely nice to have something to be excited about. Finally, let's go. Comes from Peter. I think that's a fairly common take, Peter. And, Peter. and yes, get excited about it. It's a good hockey team. It's an entertaining hockey team, that's for sure. Well, it isn't uh, on this five-game winning streak. They've got at least five goals, right? Yeah. In each game, um, scoring a lot. They're getting depth scoring, energy of the check run trade, the winning streak in general. All good. All good. What else we got? Uh, being a semi-sane person, I haven't watched much Arizona hockey. I didn't fully believe the hype around Chikrin. Manny impressed me so much. His speed on the back check, his defensive positioning and battling, not to mention jumping into the rush on that shot. I'm really shocked. He's uh, living up to the hype. Comes from uh, Zane the window cleaner. I mean, from the ever since the trade's been made, it's um, you, you got to keep in mind, when he made his debut, he hadn't played in three weeks. So he stepped in on the red eye, no sleep, right? Got his naps in the best he could, didn't even skate with his team. He was back at the hotel in Manhattan. Plays that night, plays well, sends win. Second game at home, the emotion of family, his grandfather there, all of it, scores. Picks up a couple of points. I mean, and every time he's been interviewed, whether it was post-game on Hockey Night the other night, 
whether it was uh, in the the pregame skate, whether it's after after a morning skate, after a game, intermissions. Like he he's been all over the place, and every time he's spoken, you could the emotions genuine genuine about how how this is so good for him, his family, the fit, and how happy he is to be a member of the Ottawa Senators. Like, just, wants to be here. Like, yeah. that's huge. A player of that caliber. Legit. Wants to be here. Excited to join this team at this stage. And um, he's he, he's already had an impact. And just to get out of Arizona. As much as I love Andre Tourney and, and the job that he's done there with the roster that's been compiled for him, uh, to get out of Arizona and to get away from that right now, that's got to be uplifting. That's got to be energizing in itself. To come in and to be around a group as tight as the Ottawa Senators and as welcoming, it seems, as the Sens are to to new bodies coming in, it's got to be phenomenal. And yeah, it's a, he's got connections, family living here, so that's all added into it. And yes, he seems genuinely happy to be here, but just to get out of Arizona, I can't, I can't imagine how uplifting that would be to to come into a different situation for him and to to have an impact the way that he has right away on this squad and uh, the big smile on his face after the the little celebration after he scored the goal is just phenomenal. And the the genuine, as you say, the genuine emotions and the overall presence that he carries on the ice. And he's had that going back to junior hockey with the Sarnia Sting. He was always the biggest, fastest kid out there. And he's continued to to take some of those physical skills to the NHL level, and it's shone through the first two games. Now it's just a matter of keeping it going, and as his ice time goes up, I would imagine as he gets more comfortable and uh, moves up the the ice time rankings, I think we'll see him thrive even more and and the more comfortable he gets on this squad. It's interesting that uh, on his draft night, he fell a little bit. Remember the shots? Remember the Sens made a deal, and they... They took Logan Brown, mm-hmm. and Logan was sitting with Jake Trickern as uh, longtime friends in the in the stands. And I remember the the image of Jeff Brown sitting there with the Chickerns and saying, "That's okay, right. Don't worry. This this, this happens." Then the Datsuk uh, dump is made, so the Coyotes move up a little bit, and they end up taking Chickerin. And the reason why and you just touched on it, and you never know, but. Every first-round pick, I think if you project it as a first-round pick for a while, and Chikrin certainly was, the longer you're thought that thought of that way, sometimes there can be a bit of an overscout. There can be a bit of a, all right, well, where are the warts here? And this, this has happened. It'll happen again. It's happened before. It's a common thing. When you see somebody that physically mature ahead of his peers, and he was, Oh, yeah. As you know, playing junior hockey, people are like, ah, is he is he a dominant player right now because it is men amongst boys? Is everybody else going to catch up to where what he is? And honestly, the answer is no. He he is still a physical specimen. He is in the upper tier of that. You can you can tell in the NHL. It's part of what makes him a the player that he is. He he still has that physical ability that he works so hard at that gives him an edge at the NHL level. And I think that was maybe part of the reason why he dropped a few spots on draft night because people wondered, is he that good just because he is 
It's about projection, right? Who cares at 18? What are you going to be at 22 or 23? Which is fair. But uh, anybody that passed on him for that reason, they got that one wrong. Yes. And, and I think it's more common for minor hockey. And minor hockey parents know this biggest, strongest, fastest kid is going to dominate at a younger age. And then everybody else catches up as puberty hits and uh, players mature into what they are. And then it all kind of levels out when you get to junior hockey, where typically at 18, uh, at that point in time, everybody's kind of reached the same physical level. There are some late bloomers and, and people who will hit that spurt a little bit later on. But in minor hockey, you get that more and more. But Jake Chicken was the exception. He came in at 16. Aaron Ekblad, same type of thing, where he came in. And at 15 years old for Ekblad, not only did he have the best playoff beard on the Barry Colts when the when he faced the Ottawa 67s, he was the biggest, strongest kid on the ice at 15 years old. Those are the exceptions to the rule. And, Lloyd, I went back. I didn't, didn't retweet it because I think I may have been drinking at the time in a hot tub during the... <laughs> During the draft, when Lo- when the Sens took Logan Brown, uh, I really liked the pick at the time. I'll be honest with that. I, I liked the skill set that Logan Brown possessed and the size that he had, and clearly it hasn't developed the way that he thought it would or that I thought it would uh, when he was selected. But I also remember tweeting that night and thinking that the Sens didn't have the draft capital to do it, but I wanted to see them move back up so they could take Jake Tricken. Uh, because I thought so highly of this kid, the way that he moved the puck, the way that he moved his body, and not just the physical size of him, but the way that he played the game was on another level. And you could see it at that point in time. And it, it's proven out at the NHL level. And you saw one player that the Sens drafted drop off and did not have that same commitment to uh, maybe some off-ice training and and developing his craft, whereas Jake Chikrin took that and ran and it, it's it's proven out I, I, I so happy that the Sens got him because I've long been a fan and I'm happy that he's out of Arizona for himself and and I want to see Andre Tourney succeed and, and have a lot of success but the way that that organization is going and the continued teardown that they go through it, it's not going to be successful for quite a while and I'm not positive that Andre Tourney will be there when they actually do start to turn a corner despite the best efforts that, that he's put in. So I'm happy that Jake Chickering is out of there and in a situation where he seems happier on a personal level and being able to go out and thrive personally and, and professionally out on the ice. Uh, one more before the break. We impulsively bought tickets to the Columbus game after the win in New York. Great atmosphere. Can't imagine how amazing it'll be against a uh, real opponent. Oof. Bit of a bit of a shot at the end there. I hope uh, somebody that likes to troll on text with us all the time might be listening to that that little drive-by at the end there from that uh, that text as well. I'll I'll say this and the optimism for Sens fans. At the very least, I think worst case scenario. At the very least, whether this team's going to be in the playoffs this year or not is going to come down probably to the last week of the season, right? And Sens fans, you want more. You want this team to make the playoffs, but I think I think you'll take that, right? You're 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 going to be up and dialed in to watch every game the rest of the way because you know there's a chance the way this team's playing. All right, we'll take a break. Back in a moment on in the box on TSN 1200.
This podcast is brought to you by Bodog.net. Don't miss a chance to play at Bodog.net. When the odds are stacked against you, post-game tastes that much sweeter. Bodog.net, your source of free casino games, poker strategies, and live sports odds. All right, 10:53. Dave Cameron, head coach of the Ottawa 67s, riding their three-game winning streak, is going to join us coming up just past the top of the hour, so not too far away from that, around 10 minutes from now. Steve Lloyd, Kenny Wall is taking you through it today on a Senators game day. In Chicago to kick off a five-game road trip tonight, it is a 9 Eastern puck drop. So for for some reason, it's it's an 8 o'clock face-off. Is it a national game of the States tonight, Kenny? It's just weird. Anyways, 8 o'clock local time means 9 o'clock for us, and that means a 7 o'clock pregame show coming your way on uh, TSN 1200 tonight as the Sens will be in Chicago to take on the Hawks. Sens morning skate won't start until 12.30 our time, and that's when Gord Wilson will join us as our Sens and NHL insider. Uh, get an update from Goody on the road. And uh, as mentioned, Dave Cameron coming up in our next segment. A little bit of NFL news breaking this morning, Kenny. We all wondered where Derek Carr would land. It appears he is signing with the New Orleans Saints. The former Las Vegas Raiders quarterback is very close to completing a contract with the New Orleans Saints. He's uh, 31 years old. He uh, visited New Orleans, met with several members of the organization over two days in early February, met again with the team last week at the Combine in uh, Indianapolis. Carr, and I think you and I had this discussion at the time, no matter what you think, I don't mind the way he played it. He didn't want to help the Raiders out at all. I'm not waving my no trade. (laughs) You embarrass me towards the end of the year. Just signed my new deal with you last year. No, I'm going to make you cut me. <laughs> and that's, that's what's happened. And now he uh, he lands with the New Orleans Saints. So what do you make of, uh, you know, the fit maybe there going to New Orleans? Yeah, I don't know about the fit. I, I'm not the biggest Derek Carr fan. Uh, I know he's had some success in his career with the Raiders for Pro Bowls, but I, I just, I he's not... He's a mid-tier quarterback, and I, I know you need a quarterback. You need to have something, but I don't know if this would be a solution for me for the next four years for the Saints. I, I understand that they're they're in that situation ever since uh, Drew Brees hung up the the cleats. They've been searching for somebody to take over the mantle, and maybe they can can reignite things. But this would not be the way that that I'd be leaning. Uh, good for Derek Carr. He's going to get another opportunity. Uh, to be a starting quarterback and in a terrible division, and he's going to have a chance to to lead the Saints to a playoffs because I do think that's a decent team, and playing amongst the Panthers and Falcons and uh, who knows what happens with the Bucks now, uh, I think there's a chance that the Saints could emerge out of there and and be a favorite to win the division despite me not liking Derek Carr very much. He could go on to some, some success there. So I think it's a good landing spot for him. Uh, I don't know how he's going to fit into their offense and, and how all that will work out, but I do think it's a good landing spot to potentially get back into the playoffs. And, of course, the link here is he's got a history with Saints coach uh, Dennis Allen going back to 2014. Um, Allen was involved in selecting Carr uh, in the 2014 draft. Um, Allen was fired by the Raiders just four games into that 2014 season. Uh, but Carr has, has said numerous times the respect that he has for Allen. So obviously that's that's the the link and the synergy that maybe the uh, the Saints are hoping for and, and bringing in Carr and 
uh, he's got that uh, respect, mutual respect with uh, with Dennis Allen. So we'll see. It's not official yet, but listen, all the insiders are circling, singing from the same songbook. It looks like uh, Derek Carr, it will happen at some point today officially. Uh, he will sign with the New Orleans Saints. We'll take a break. Uh, shifting back to uh, hockey, the junior hockey, for our regular Monday visit, the head coach of the Ottawa 67s, Dave Cameron, will join us next on In the Box on TSN 1200.